Jeremy Brown joins us again, guys. We're going to continue the conversation regarding his appeal in it. He uh, pretty much discusses, and he's going to break it all down for you, why he thinks the felony charge of a possession of an unregistered shotgun slash rifle is unconstitutional. Jeremy, jump back into that because I had to cut you off for the line cut you off, but you were making a great argument. Yeah, of course. Look, my desire is that U.S. versus Brown becomes the next solid uh, Second Amendment landmark case uh, here in the United States. And the reason is because we have made the argument that the National Firearms Act of 1934, which is where the statutes that I have been charged under that identify that you cannot have uh, a shotgun or a rifle with certain barrel links, Right? It's completely absurd and a total violation of the Second Amendment because the logic used by the government is that a short barrel rifle is easier to conceal. Well, one, you have no right to infringe upon the Second Amendment, first of all. But second, if that was the case, well, then all pistols would be illegal. But see, short barrel rifles aren't illegal. The government just requires you to register and pay a $200 stamp tax. Well, it's already been proven by a constitutional amendment that states a constitutional right cannot be taxed, right? A poll tax was found to be unconstitutional, and then actually the Constitution was amended to make that statement, that you cannot tax an individual's right to vote because it is an established right. Well, therefore, how does the government prevent you from owning a certain firearm that is Second Amendment protected and and simply claim that you're a felon because you didn't pay a tax. Well, they can't. And New York York Rifle Club versus Bruin, which was the most recent Supreme Court uh, landmark case, has established that unless a piece of legislation that has become a color of law statute, unless it has a historical basis that dates back to the original ratification of the constitutional right, then it is not constitutional. Meaning that the government would have to show that back in 1791, when the Bill of Rights was ratified, there were laws on the books that were continued to be enforced tied to the barrel length of firearms. But see, that doesn't exist because see, the Navy used the blunderbuss or the short barrel rifle, uh, I mean, a short-barreled shotgun, and all kinds of things. So the idea is this. The government wants to hurt you, and they can't do that unless they take your guns away. The founders knew this, and that's why they gave us the Second Amendment. It's why. And, and this is a fault of the National Rifle Association. Shall not be infringed is a great clause of the Second Amendment. But that is not the most important clause of the Second Amendment. The most important clause in the Second Amendment is necessary for the security of a free state. Because this is the why statement from our founders as to why the government shall not infringe on our right to arm ourselves. And Alexander Hamilton further clarifies this in Federal List 26 through 29, where he specifically states that it is the armed citizen and the ability of the state to raise a militia against the federal government is which acts as the counterbalance to a potential tyrannical government. 
This is the founder writing it, not a conspiracy theorist, right? This is the purpose of the Second Amendment. But we have been duped into thinking that, oh, it's about hunting or it's about sport shooting by the NRA, which is a compromised Second Amendment organization. And we as the American citizens need to know what our rights are and know why we were given those rights or are going to be taken away from us. Yeah, you make a great point. Honestly, I didn't realize how corrupt the NRA was as just as a group altogether uh, until Kyle Rittenhouse kind of spoke out about it. And, and I was shocked to hear that the NRA didn't even come to his defense when when he was having his criminal charges filed against him and they were all coming after him. Uh, it's it's quite concerning. Uh, Brianna. Yeah. When I ran for U.S. Congress in Florida, right, I ran against Kathy Castor, a uh, seven-term Democrat here in Tampa. I wrote a two-page white paper basically explaining the historical basis uh, of the Second Amendment and as a special forces soldier who specializes in uh, resist building resistance forces against tyrannical, overpowering governments, right? I wrote a two-page Second Amendment white paper and submitted it to the Florida NRA for support in my congressional campaign and never heard anything back. Because I guess a 20-year Army Green Beret who's run Congress as a Republican who uh, who lays out the historical basis and explanation for the Second Amendment, I guess that just doesn't warrant the respect of an organization that really is just trying to convince us that guns are just for, for personal home defense, self-defense, and shooting turkeys, apparently. <laughs> Jeremy, I have a question for you, because uh, when I was watching Kyle Rittenhouse talk to Tucker Carlson about this issue, uh, he stated that the one guns right group that actually did come to his defense was the National Association for Gun, right, Gun Rights. Have they spoken to you at all? Are they potentially interested in, in talking this over with you? Because this seems like something that would be right up their alley. Well, I haven't heard from them, but I'm, look, I'm more than, well, I, I'm more than happy to speak to anybody who wants to get on board with this legal fight. Because see, look, this legal battle is just one phase of this overall operation. Because the, the legal system is completely corrupt. Let me just point out a headline from today. The Supreme Court has refused to hear Elon Musk's appeal of a decision that stated that he could not expose his own company. He cannot expose his own internal communications in the company that he just bought that highlighted and explained how much federal government and FBI manipulation, spying, and censoring was taking place within his own company. So he, he, uh, he filed a suit. It was ruled against him because, of course, the government filed a block against him being able to talk about this information, citing, of course, national security, right, and sources and methods. And so he appeals this, and the Supreme Court has refused to hear his appeal. So the Every aspect of this federal government is completely compromised. And my purpose here is to utilize the Constitution and the way the laws are meant to be formed under Article 6, Paragraph 2, meaning that no law, right, that exists can be a legitimate 
unless it is a pursuant to the Constitution, right? The Constitution is the supreme law of the land. This was ruled in Marbury versus Madison from 1883, that if the law is not in pursuance of the Constitution, it is null and void. And yet every day, Congress proposes laws that are completely unconstitutional, and they are enforced against us, the people, and then when we try to take action in the courts, they refuse to hear our cries for justice, and that just makes them just as compromised as the rest of them. And so part of my mission here is to utilize the law against itself to show that when you make constitutional arguments in an American courtroom, they will not be heard, you will be ruled against, because the judicial system is merely in place to put the government at an advantage against you, the American system, or the American citizen, and you don't realize this until you're in it, right? Because, see, they'll propagandize you all day long with nice television shows like Law and Order and Perry Mason and FBI International, FBI Nova Scotia, or whatever. All these different propaganda pieces that make you feel like, oh, yeah, I am innocent until proven guilty. I do receive uh, due process. I will get a fair trial if ever I need to, but, I mean, I'm a law-abiding citizen. I'll never have to deal with this. Right, right. Tell that to over a 1,000 American citizens who attended a First Amendment rally on January 6th, and now the President of the United States stands in front of others invoking the actions of George Washington, who actually was acting as a patriot rabble-rouser against the tyrant, and yet conflates his position with that of George Washington as he mocks those defendants and then touts how many hundreds of years in prison these protesters have been locked up for. It is disgusting, but it is exactly what you should expect to see from the, the fake paper tiger head of this attack against America. This attack is not being run by Americans with different political opinions. No, these are, these are anti-American infiltrators that have control at all levels of your federal government. And if you keep saying to yourself, oh, well, we'll get them in November, well, then guess what? I'll save you a cell here at the Citrus County Resort for Threats to Democracy, because that's where you're going to be, because that's where these types of wars end up. Jeremy, I'm not supposed to laugh at that, but it, it is quite humorous, only because I have to laugh or else I'm going to cry at this point, because you're spot on at this point. We, we're seeing our government overstep all the time, and there's very little... Uh, Stop! Like, there's very little anyone really speak up to try to stop these people, and I don't know what more can be done. I mean, we're talking about the Supreme Court taking up some of these January six cases. I know a lot of my friends are optimistic about it. I don't know if these these justices would actually really step in and and really weigh in on how they should. A lot of these people are fearful, and I don't know. It's just so it's so disappointing to hear what's going on in cases like yours and other cases. But I'm optimistic because I know. Yeah, we've got a real fighter over there, Jeremy, and that's you who's gonna who's not gonna lay down and let them keep doing this to them. You're gonna keep fighting, you're gonna keep pushing back, and that's really what we need to do. Uh, I know that the government is set to respond back to your appeal. They're supposed to give you a response by January 16th. That's when they're expected to do it. Uh, we'll see if that happens. But what it does, we'll bring it to you here. And uh, your appeal is so in-depth that we're gonna have to bring you back on and go through all of this because it's interesting and the American people need to hear it. Jeremy Brown, 
Uh, I want to direct our audience well, to help your funds well, as well. Yeah, you want to jump in? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Th uh, thank you for doing that. Um, yeah, if you want to do a lot, just go to jeremybrowndefense.com. You can read the appeals brief. You can listen to other uh, interviews that I've done. Uh, you can read about my story. You can link to my daily podcast that we do here from jail uh, most days. I mean, we don't do them every day, but uh, yeah. uh, there, there's just a, a cornucopia, if you will, of information about my story and about my fight. Because, again, this is not, this is a battlefield, right? The, the lawfare aspect of this war is one of the battlefields. But make no mistake. I have no delusion that there will be justice through this process. I am utilizing my legal cases as, in essence, be giving them the rope and allowing them to hang themselves. We know that every motion will be denied. We know that every sentence will be overly harsh. And we know that hopefully uh, 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 the appeals will at least get written, uh, whether they're granted or not. We'll just keep going. But it is yeah. to show the American people firsthand how it actually is, what reality is. And look, the reason why everything I'm saying makes sense as far as this battle, uh, uh, according to you, right? I'm not, I'm not trying to toot my own work, but it's because uh, I'm a 20-year veteran of this type of warfare. You spent yeah. millions of dollars to train me you have one minute in the left. John F. Kennedy Special Warfare Center in schools. Like John F. Kennedy, the president who stood in front of the press and said, we are in a war against secret societies, and it is a war of infiltration, not invasion. That guy, you know, the one who had his head blown off just a little bit after that, right? That is a guy who our schoolhouse is named after. I understand the nature of this enemy and the nature of this fight, and I'm going to do my best to alert the American people before it's too late. Yeah. Well, Jeremy, thank you for that. We're going to keep everyone up to date with your case. I think it's the most, one of the most interesting J6 cases that we have right now. And we're thankful to have your time. I know they're about to drop the call soon. Jeremy, please, please, please keep us posted on everything. We appreciate it. Of course. And thank you again for the time. And again, congratulations on your new platform. Thank you, Jeremy. And as a reminder to our audience, it is very expensive to fight these cases. So please head over to jeremybrowndefense.com. That's jeremybrowndefense.com. You can learn more about his case and also make a donation if you are able to. I want to let our audience in on a little secret. I'm saving hundreds of dollars each year after switching over both of my lines to Patriot Mobile. Yes, so now my business and personal line are with Patriot Mobile. Now Patriot Mobile uses the same towers that you're probably already using now, except it's less expensive. So my 5G towers that I love to use my old provider, I'm still using them now. I'm just paying significantly less money to do so. And on top of it all, Patriot Mobile believes in the same things you and I believe in. They have the same morals. So they donate to causes that are like pro-life causes, veteran causes, and even the NRA. It's incredible. So I highly recommend you head over to PatriotMobile.com right now. Take a look at their plans and sign up. And today, if you sign up and use promo code Brianna, they're going to waive the activation fee. Yes, you heard it right. They're going to waive the activation fee. Just make sure you use promo code Brianna, B-R-E-A-N-N-A. -N -N -A. You guys, I've said it once before, so I'm going to say it again. 
And under the Biden regime, I have never been more worried about my financial future. I called my good friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott, because I wanted to come up with a plan put in place to make sure I was secure. And he came with a plan for me to invest in silver. I'm rich. I've got my silver. I'm feeling so much better about my future. I highly recommend you give him a call and just chat with his team. 720-605-3900. And you could also head over to his website if you'd like to schedule an appointment. It's kirkelliottphd.com slash Brianna. Hey everyone, I'm getting ready to head out right now. But before I go, I always have to put on some deodorant. And I used to look all the time for the best deodorant. I couldn't find it on the shelves at all until our good friends over at Give a Derm came out with a brand new deodorant. This one's called Pits Me Off. It's incredible. Watch this, it's super easy. Ta-da, and that's all you need. And it dries super quick. Obviously, I'm wearing black. There's no white residue left over. It's a natural deodorant. It's made right here in the USA. There's none of those Chinese harmful chemicals also included it. It's giveaderm.com, and then use the promo code Brianna for 10% off. You gotta try it. And if you enjoyed that segment, make sure you hit that like button. And if you wanna see the news before it becomes the news, you have to subscribe to our channel. And well, if you have a liberal friend that you're looking to save, make sure you share this content with them.